Attention, everyone. This is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go. Hello everyone, welcome. Welcome back. Or welcome for the first time. Wherever you may be, whenever you may be listening, welcome to Rock Out Loud. I am the most straight-laced guy in the world to be talking about rock music. My name is Steve Glosson. I'm happy to be with you. But because I'm so straight-laced, i got to have some edge about us. we got to have that edgy, just, you know, the person who can say what's on their mind and say what she's feeling and just put it out there in your face get over yourself this is rock and roll and we have her she's the rockin'est chicken on the land it's Kristen in jersey how's it going Kristen? that's me that's me <laughs> hey that's me <laughs> <laughs> how we doing everybody I, I, everybody I know her. Our horns up let's do it all right the horns definitely horns up on this episode uh yeah because you may think that we're doing uh, our our second part of the Van Halen. Nope, no, you like me would be muchly surprised. Um, we are we are doing metal. We had a we had a discussion on the last episode concerning metal and what it is and what it is not, and um, and what so eighties metal is what hair metal is right. Is that wait? Is that what we're doing? This isn't hair metal. No, but that's what we talked about last right, time. Right, right. And so and that leads into this whole thing of different levels of heavy metal and metal music and that sort of thing. So on this episode... And Steve doing it wrong. I, I, I think I've done it wrong. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm going to need, your, I'm gonna need your, um, your approval or disapproval on some of these things. So Okay. So I defer to your greater knowledge. And All hate learning. mail can be sent to Steve Glosson. No, just send it to rockoutloudpod at gmail.com where we've got and address a, it to Steve Glosson. Where we've got a couple of emails. Ooh, do we? Yeah. Oh my god, I haven't seen any. Yeah, old Mark All emailed just a few days ago. He said, I'm a terrible listener. But I just now getting around to finishing the to talk the uh, Yeah, let me <laughs> Suddenly his mouth stopped working. He says, I'm just now getting around to finishing the guitar riff episode. Steve, check out the jam on Blues at Sunrise on Albert King's album In Sessions with Stevie Ray Vaughan. The entire song and album is a go-to for me. But the why start jamming... Oh, I'm sorry, but they start jamming about... You know I'll read anything on the teleprompter. (laughs) But they start jamming about seven minutes in and blows up at about nine minutes and then winds up at about the 11-minute mark. May not be for you, but probably my favorite riff. Also, did you guys notice Slash played his Les Paul like a mandolin once? The Godfather theme kicked in with the rest of the band. That was impressive. Well, Slash is impressive. So, it says, rock on, guys. Mark from Tennessee, not Alabama. Living in Tennessee drove me to be a Bama fan. That's college football talk for you. College football season starts this weekend. 
right over my head. But I did join the Guardians of the Goliverse Fantasy Football League. Mm. Nice. Go Steelers. Uh, no. No. Go. You. Oh, yeah. You're a Eagles person, aren't you? Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I have to hold my ground on my football. <sighs> still love you. Okay. So I'll still go Flyers. Yes. And uh, 15 days till preseason hockey. My name, by the way, in the Guardians <laughs> of the Goldverse League is literally Let's Go Flyers. So it's Team Let's Go Flyers. Wait. Hold on. Didn't. Did didn't didn't hockey just end? Okay. It ended in June. It's been too long. All right. Okay. That's 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 fair time. That's a fair amount of time. Um. All right. So Jess also has emailed us. I love Jess. I'm really interested, considering our last few episodes, what Jess has to say. She says, "Hey guys, it's been a long time since I've sent in an email. Been listening to the past few episodes y'all have done." And I thought I'd send in my thoughts. Overall, when it comes to best vocalists, I have a hard time making my list because I go to different people depending on my mood. But I'm a big fan of harmonies and music, so sticks and yes are at the top of my list in that department. Sticks. But like yes. which singer? Well, Dennis DeYoung from Sticks is a vocalist I think would be fairly high up on my list. Tommy Shaw is all right, but Dennis definitely beats him out. I wouldn't say that he's one of the best vocalists of all time, but I enjoy his voice. So there you go. And that's what matters. A few guitarists that I really enjoy are Anthony Armstrong from Red, J.B. Brubaker from August Burns Red, and Frank Lero from My Chemical Romance. Or is that Iero? Iero. There Iero. you go. <laughs> Sorry. From My Chemical Romance. Frank is not one of the top guitarists in the world, but in all the live videos of MCR playing, he's always super entertaining to watch. Still bitter that I never got to see them live. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll they'll get back together at some point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> of course, Zachy and Sin from Avenge Sevenfold are on my list of top guitarists. When I was listening to your episode and it was getting towards the end and they hadn't been mentioned yet, I was getting a bit worried. But I knew that Kristen wouldn't leave them off. <laughs> what I love about their dueling parts is they're so cool to watch because Zachy. I don't know that he appreciates being called Zachy. That's his name, Zachy Vengeance. Oh, okay. Sinister I thought it was Gage, just Zach. All right. Johnny Christ, Dem Shadows, The Reverend. I wouldn't want to be Zacky. Um, Zacky <laughs> is left-handed and Sin is right-handed, so when they play, they can stand back-to-back. -back. It just looks so freaking cool. That it does. And they're just Sin solos. He can play is such a range with slower solos like the ones in So Far Away and Seize the Day and quicker ones like in Second, Hand, or Second Heartbeat, Afterlife, and Eternal Life. I'm into the heavier, more scream-type music, so I love Avenged's first two albums. But I've been listening to them all recently, and I just love this band so much. Definitely going to try to make the trip to Philly to see if if they go back there this year. I'm going to make the trip to Philly if they go back there this year. Never have seen them live, and I know I'll regret it if I don't see them at least once. Since you've put a top... So she's what she's saying about going to Philly, Kristen, she's like, I'm coming to your area. Yes, come hang out with me. I've told her all the time. She goes to show I'm at, come hang out. Since you've put out a top singers and favorite guitarist episodes, will we possibly getting an episode based on bassists, drummers, or even keyboardists? Oh, girl, you know I want to. Keytarist, maybe. <laughs> I only know one keytarist, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't think I could mention any. Um, in the Van Halen <laughs> episode, you were talking about You Really Got Me and how it didn't seem to live up to the lead-in that Eruption gives it. I wasn't sure if you guys knew that You Really Got Me is actually a cover of the Kinks. I did know that. Now, Kristen, I'm sure you knew that. I did know that, yes. The song was originally released in 1964, and the Kinks are considered to be one of the first proto-punk bands. 
that more jagged disjointed sound in the original was created by cutting up the amp with a razor blade so while i like the van halen cover the kinks are one of my favorite bands of all time and nothing can fully stand up to the original for me speaking of covers i was wondering what you thought of the new covers avenge sevenfold has been putting out recently Kristen. i'm enjoying them they aren't going to be on any of my top lists but they are fun Kristen, ditto okay ditto i feel i feel the same way they're fun like it's fun to hear zachy sing but yeah no they're they're not in my top at all but fun new music all about that who are they covering i don't even know like bands that like they're super they're into it like a lot of weird stuff all right (laughs) well this email has gone on a bit longer than i had planned can't wait until the next episode and that's our friend jess so thank you jess for Getting in touch with us, you can get in touch with us at rockoutloudpod at gmail.com, rockoutloudpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you uh, based on some of the stuff we talk about. And we do have a little bit of news to to get to. I don't. I still don't have us a news segue, Kristen. We need, we need to come up with these things, Steve. We have to start being serious mm-hmm. and taking the show on the road mm-hmm. and doing all the things. On the road. All right. <laughs> Well, David Bowie has uh, been streamed a billion times on Spotify, according to Variety. How crazy is that? A billion? A billion with a B. I mean, that's as many hamburgers as McDonald's has sold. Is it really? Well, they say billions and billions served. Oh, wow. Yeah. On Thursday, August 24th, the music of Davey, Davey? David Bowie. Wow, it's definitely going to be a rough one. Uh, <laughs> reached its billionth stream on Spotify, according to a post on the late artist's official Facebook page. The top stream song, not surprisingly, is his legendary 1977 track, Heroes. Woohoo! <clears throat> which was originally recorded, recorded in English, French, and German. The post was accompanied by an interpolation of a lyric from Bowie's 1980 deep cut, Because You're Young, A Billion Dreams, A Billion Streams. The lyric is actually a million dreams, a million scars, and continued with a characteristically far-sighted 2002 quote from Bowie, the absolute transformation of everything that we ever thought about music will take place within 10 years, and nothing is going to be able to stop it. Music itself is going to become like running water or electricity. Hmm. He, I'm telling you, man, he was an alien. Well, he was He a... predicted so many things. Well, there's a star, man. Waiting in the sky. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I want you to know, it was I, I did not sing it. But I, was, I was holding back, though. I was, but I was I so proud to. of you. Thank you. <laughs> I was getting ready to just belt it out, though. That's when you just need to have it like on cue and just like play it. Mm-hmm. I should. That, right. Well, I tell you what. You make me a list of the drops that you want me to have, and we'll, we'll get them in there. Done. Don't threaten me mm-hmm. with a good time. There's a star man. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I couldn't hold it in. So, Brian Johnson, who I thought was going deaf. Uh, I know, right? That's what ACDC would have you believe. Oh, no. Oh, no. He got up on stage with Muse to sing mm-hmm. Back in Black. So, um... Is this... We could all be the judge. <laughs> okay, well, hold on. Let me... Let's do this this way. Oh, 
he was struggling there, sounds like, Kristen. See, I don't think that's the, the, the one to do is the first link on that. Okay. On that video. Well, let me uh, let me do this real quick because I've got a. Uh, because that's professional recording. All right. Well, we'll do it on from that one and see if we can make it. Uh oh. Uh, he's st- well. Look, he's, he's he's like sixty something. Yeah, he's he's singing like a sixty something year old. He's lost a step, but he wasn't. He bad. sounds exactly like he sounded the past like five ACDC tours. Right, but he also seemed like he was having a hard time keeping the beat, keeping the rhythm. Oh my God! Why are you so negative about this? Look, your team, your team ACDC, <laughs> and I'm not team ACDC. I'm just right telling. Now. <laughs> I'm sorry. That you're not Team ACDC, which really means that I did it wrong. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All I'm saying is, is he's having a hard time keeping time, and I don't know if that's due to hearing issues or just breathing. It may be that he just was not breathing correctly, and he could not, and he wasn't getting his breath right between those lines. But, you know, someone who's sang this song as much as he has over the years, you would think he would know how to breathe in the middle of it. That's why I'm just telling you what I was hearing. Such a negative Nancy. Mm-hmm. But the so the ACDC or the Axel DC, whatever you want to call it. Oh, wow. Here we um, go. That camp has been like, oh, well, he can't do it. He can't do it. He can't do it. Well, Homeboy came out on stage and. And did it. And did it. Right. He obviously. And he didn't go deaf. And he said, like, Brian Johnson has said a bunch of times, like, no, I like I'm better. Uh, my doctor just told me I'm better than we thought that I would be, and I could do it. I just need to take extra precautions. So maybe he can't do five nights a week. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this is him volleying, uh, volleying the ball over to Camp ACDC, being like, "Yeah, and what?" Well, I mean, you know, but if you can't do five nights a week, you can't be making the money. Um, Steven Tyler does like two nights a week. Yeah, but you know what? Steven Tyler's used to a certain lifestyle. So. Come on. Steven Tyler wasn't doing five nights a week 20 years ago. Stop. All I'm saying. Stop. All I'm Look, I'm not hating on anybody. I'm just saying. I, you, judges. It's, judges. It's interesting to me that you left out <laughs> that he joined Robert Plant on stage for a performance of money. That's what I want. Along with Paul Rogers. Well, why would I do that? Well, because you hate Robert Plant. I 100% do. And yeah. That, and that's so disturbing to me. He sucks. It breaks my heart. Tell me about your uh, ticket adventure. Uh, well, it was an adventure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now, prefacing with, one, I didn't think I was going to get tickets to begin with, and two... Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually more of a hassle for me to get tickets. Right. 
because I have to go by myself to this because I don't have anyone to go with. So, by the, the way, ladies Springsteen, and gentlemen, we're re we're referring to Springsteen on Broadway. That's what I was just gonna say. Mm -hmm. So the Bruce Springsteen on Broadway ticket debacle. Um, so you had to like register and go through this whole like ticket verified fans, Ticketmaster verified fans or whatever. So, and they go through like all your social media and like all this weird sketchy stuff that they do to see if you're a verified fan. So the night before I got an email saying like, congratulations, you've made it to standby. So I was like, okay, so I'm definitely not getting tickets. But then I started to see the people that got verified uh -oh. and like, I'm sorry. Like it ticks me off that people from like the Netherlands and Australia, like they got verified when they don't even know if they can come over here. So now you're on standby for some Aussie. Yeah, like that's annoying. Like I'm not saying that like only tri-state area people can get these tickets, but I don't want to read like, oh yeah, so I got tickets because I was a verified fan, and but I don't know if I'm going to be able to go. I have to see if it works out. So it, that annoys me. Um, what also annoys me is the fact that like, the, the second tickets went on sale, they were on StubHub for like eight grand. There was a dude going around on Twitter offering people double what they paid for them. So this one girl was like, well, she's like, I don't even know what I just did. Like, I just spent $850 a piece on two tickets to see Bruce Springsteen. Like, like I don't even I don't even know why I did that. Oh like my God. I don't I don't even have that money. And then this guy was like, well, I'll pay you fifteen hundred for both. Or fifteen hundred a piece for both, and I'm like, good night. Yeah, like insanity, dude. So, um, whatever. Like it was fine. Like I said, like I I wasn't expecting that I was gonna get in for the show because it was so limited. And, and like I said, Bruce, Bruce fans are insane. So, um, I was just like, okay, whatever. And then they announced, like, oh yeah. So by the way, everybody, it's been extended. Mm. So here's my rant about extending it. Mm -hmm. I swear by all that's holy, if I read that people that already got tickets for this first run that re-registered get verified and get tickets a second time, I, like I'm literally gonna like explode. <laughs> and it's just the principle. Mm -hmm. It's not like I get tickets, I don't get tickets, whatever. Because if I don't get tickets that are under $200, I'm not going anyway. Sure, which, sure. which was a lot of people's issues that they went in and they pulled tickets and they were like, these are too expensive. And when they went to throw them back, then it was completely sold out and they couldn't get tickets anymore. Mm. So I'm telling you, if I freaking see people that are like, oh, yeah, well, we got tickets for November 14th, and then we're going to go see him again on January 10th, I'm going to rage. Well, now it says there's not going to be any additional codes released. Today, like yesterday, mm -hmm. there was no additional codes released. Right. So on the next wave for the next, when they eventually get announced, I think it's like September 5th or uh, whatever. Okay. All right. That's um, then... Though, then codes are going to be released for that. But I feel that if you were someone that was on standby and you never got off standby, you should have first priority on those tickets. Agreed. I agree with you. <sighs> I'm on your side. Now, what in does this, it mean? Let me instance. ask you something. What does it mean to be a verified fan? So it's something that like all these artists are doing now where like you literally have to register and then Ticketmaster, like I said, like they go through and like they look at like your previous ticket purchases, which is BS. B 
because I live in Philadelphia or I live near Philadelphia and I go to shows in Philly and I and they don't use Ticketmaster. So I I don't think ever bought Bruce tickets from Ticketmaster. I always buy them from Comcast tickets. Right. So that's BS. Um, but yeah, you have to go through all the stuff. They go through all of like your previous purchase. Have you ever sold anything from them like scalping or anything like that before? So all those sorts of things diminish your chances. Apparently, um, like they went on your social media, which I was like, my like Facebook picture is of me with Bruce Springsteen. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, but then like you had people like Angie. Angie signed up and registered and she never even got an email. Hmm. So it makes it just makes no sense. And then like you have like the demon of all demons who I hate, Taylor Swift. Oh. Like she's doing something like this now where like you have like the more you pay, like the more you buy, the more <laughs> priority you get to get tickets for her shows. Doing a quick chat check here. I know Rod's in there. <laughs> <laughs> because you you just called out old T Swift. You called out old Swifty. <laughs> She's awful. Mm. This her her latest song is. I'm not gonna lie to you. Is awful. What did you just say? I said her, you say it was? I said her latest song is. Awful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. No, we're on the same page there. Uh, it did look. I've gone on record saying that I thought that "Shake It Off" song. When I saw the video, I'm like, this is really fun, and I appreciate her having fun. I don't know that I appreciate her needing to have a breakup to write every song about. Oh my god, she's like a fourteen-year-old. I can't. But when when I heard just a snippet of this latest song, I'm like, well, she's just fallen right into the trap that every other pop singer in the world has fallen into. Trying to R and B it up, trying to auto tune it up. I, I don't know. I just was not a fan at all. I was like, this is not Taylor Swift. She's better than this. I I just want to talk to her and be like T Swift. You're better than this. I just want to be like, T-Swift, go the hell away. Oh, wow. Okay. So there that is. Just doing a quick check, quick uh, chat check real quick. He said, ouch, that hurt. Cuts deep. Sorry, Rod. Mm-hmm. We'll just never, we'll never see eye to eye. Just like me and Steve, we'll never see eye to eye on Led Zeppelin. Like, we move past it. He constantly brings it up, and I constantly say how awful they are. So, like, unless you bring up, you know, the demon, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hurt you anymore. I got to say, I don't constantly bring it up. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I feel like I'm being misrepresented here. You constantly bring up how much I hate them. Well, that's true. I do bring that up. So, but you know what? We're united in more than we are in, in more ways than we are divided. Until we get to our list. Well, let's be honest though. I still think America could take a lesson from both of us. <laughs> Can't we all just get along? And on and on tonight's particular list, I feel like I did it wrong. But we'll talk about that. I can't, guys, I can't wait to hear how he did this wrong. And like, literally, this is the easiest topic. <laughs> um, You're going to play, like, Striper, and I'm going to be like, yo. Wait, yo, so, no. so Striper's not metal. Okay. Let me, let me see if I got a quick substitution. Um, When I say metal, does anyone think Striper? I do not think Striper. Silence, I, I right? Do, I do know that much. I do not think Striper. Okay. So, um, I'll tell you my strategy on this one when we get there. Uh, but Gibson has released um, what they named their top five metal songs of all time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk about that and get into our list uh, right after a quick uh, commercial. So, here we go. Here we go. 
Get it in person. We are, uh, <laughs> we have just let, grind it till you find it, as they say. Oh, are you there? Right? Yeah, Team Steve. Team um, Steve. <laughs> grind it till you find it. On a, in an automatic, by the way. <laughs> They had jumbo wings and tenders. I was hoping there would be a gate guard to sweet talk up mm -hmm. there, but it was not. We, we saw a lot of long ponytails today. Okay, we'll edit this part out. No, we won't. I know you won't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't edit it. If I am looking in the sun too long, everything gets fuzzy after that. I mean, that's everybody. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. The creatures crawl in search of blood. To terrorize y'all's neighborhood. Whosoever shall be found. Go, send yourselves! Must stand and face the hounds of hell. Oh, she's a scary child. Rot inside a corpse's shell. Shaz is convinced they were stacking bodies in this cemetery. <laughs> I mean, that's premium plot right there. I would have been like, hey, you, tell me about these jumbo wings and tenders. The announcer looks at me and uh, he says, you want to eat? I was like, what? We, we should probably go back for some jumbo wings um, and tenders. Jumbo wings and tenders. Jumbo wings and tenders. Jumbo wings and tenders. This expedition has become something I was not expecting. All right, so on October 20th, we begin over on Geek Out Loud uh, our Stranger Things walkthrough leading up to Stranger Things 2 hitting Netflix on the 27th of October. So uh, I believe, well, let me make sure that's right. The 19th, I guess? Anyhow, the point is this. Each night, we're going to be going live with Geek Out Loud and watching an episode of Stranger Things at Mixer.com slash Goalaverse. We will be recording those and putting them on the, uh, the Geek Out Loud feed. But also to accompany this watch through, there's going to be some blog posts put up over at GeekOutOnline.com uh, recapping our Stranger Things expedition we did a couple of weeks back with Steve Bennett from Texas and our friend Shaz Bazaar. And uh, we took pictures and, and all kinds of stuff. So uh, it, it, was a, it was a fun time. It's all going to kick off with the Stranger Things watch through. Then you'll hit, the, after, after we do the watch through, you'll get the Stranger Things expedition uh, that we did. We recorded all throughout it. And um, it's going to be just a great time. So that's coming up in October, beginning on the 19th of October over on Geek Out Loud. So subscribe now if you haven't already. That's our commercial. That was a great plug. Thank you. Thank you, Kristen.
Also, I mean, we we'll be... do things like that for Rock Out Loud. Well, all right. I, okay. I mean, it takes time and effort, but we'll do it. I can do it. Are you I... saying I don't have time or effort? Uh, I, I have all the time. <laughs> I just don't want to put that effort on you. I don't want to burden you with anything. You know me. I'm we the... want to make this thing. We want to make this thing huge, Steve. Let's oh. be like you know Bon Jovi on the Jersey Syndicate tour in 1988. Come on. Okay. All right. As long as we don't, you know, get mad at each other down the road. And hey, is that going to happen to us? Are we going to become like the people that we follow here on this show? Are we just going to one day just have a huge explosion on each other and just be done? Um, I don't think so. I mean, like if. If, like, My Chemical Romance got back together and, like, I didn't get tickets, but you did, and then you didn't take me, mm -hmm. like, that might be the end of the friendship. Um, I've also ended friendships over people telling me that they were going to give me tickets to Flyers games and then bail on me the day of. So as long as you don't do that, I okay. think you should be okay. Well, I would not even attempt to get My Chemical Romance tickets. I know, but if you did, if yeah. you wanted to be like these people that bought those Bruce tickets just to put them up on StubHub. Mm, see, I don't like stuff like that. I'm not. People do that with Star Wars figures. I'm not a fan of scalpers. I've made my, I have made my feelings very clear on scalpers. Oh yeah. So yeah, hate them. There needs to be like an isolated clip. Mm -hmm. Hate scalpers. So there. Okay. So I'll, let me put that on the on the clip list on the drop <laughs> list. I hate scalpers. Mm -hmm. How how great is that for Rock Out Loud though? Like, oh my God, I got shut out ticket, Steve. Boom! I hate scalpers. I hate scalpers. <laughs> I mean, I am sitting here. I can just say it. I guess I don't have to hit a button to drop it in there. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes the inflection really makes it. That's true. Or we could add some kind of weird sound effect to it. Do it. Go total morning show. Totally. Yeah, like I hate scalpers in a flushing toilet or something like that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. we could do this. But yeah, I don't think we'll have a falling out. I think we're okay. I mean, we're like 54 episodes in or something like that. Oh, yeah, you're right. You you thought I wouldn't, like, you didn't know if I would even be able to do this. So, I mean, I think we're we're going pretty strong. You have, you have outshined us all, my friend. So, <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> well, I haven't. We did, there is this list of metal songs, and I get, this comes from antimusic.com by way of Gibson. And, um, and so... Here are, I'm just going to run through these top five real quick, as said by Gibson. Uh, Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden. Iron Man by Black Sabbath is number four. Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. Now, see, I could have picked Crazy Train. Yeah, why Why wouldn't you have picked Crazy Train? I didn't I know. picked an Ozzy song. Well, but I didn't know that Crazy Train was metal. Did you not read this like article before you made your picks? No, I'm just now looking at it. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> Preparation day. Well, I was at work all day. <sighs> Ace of Spades by Motorhead. Now, they say Ace of Spades is technically more hard rock than metal. It is. <sighs> Let me never considered Motorhead metal. It's really? a, it's a very, uh, it's a murky waters we're going in here, Steve. Okay, cool, because I was going to say, to me, Ace of Spades, not a better song. But it does seem to rock a little harder than, like, Crazy Train. Okay. I mean, it's definitely faster. Uh-huh. I guess maybe that's it. Mas da, 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 da. It's more aggressive. More Ma punky. Master of Puppets from Metallica. You know Metallica's going to be on a best of metal list. It, not mine. Um, not, not mine, either. I know. That's interesting. This summer, honestly, this summer and seeing them 
kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. Oh, but wow. I do love Master of Puppets. Yeah. Like, that was my stipulation when we went and Avenged Sevenfold canceled. I was like, okay, well, we at least have to stay until Master of Puppets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were inside. That was an indoor arena? No, no it was outside. outside. It was where the Eagles play. Okay, and they threw, uh, they, uh, did they fire off some fireworks and stuff? Uh, they, I mean, they had pyro. Mm-hmm. They might have done fireworks at the end. I don't know, though. Okay. I didn't stay for the end. I guess I should have used the term pyro. I just, <laughs> I'd heard someone else who went to Metallica concert at the Brave Stadium over here, and they were like, they had fireworks and everything. It was amazing. Mm, there you go. I think if you're playing a stadium, you should always have fireworks. Like, yeah. Bruce always has fireworks. Sure. Like, hearing Bruce sing Jersey Girl, closing out the show with all the lights on and fireworks going off in South Philadelphia, that's magic. That's great. You know who didn't have fireworks? Bon Jovi when they close out the vet, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> well, Bon Jovi has become just the band that has let you down. They really have. Yeah. But it was the last show ever at this venue, and mm -hmm. they don't have fireworks for it. Mm -mm. Well, they were afraid. Come on. Maybe they were afraid the place would fall down. Um, I You know, Metallica has never been a band that I've enjoyed, to be honest with you. Not hating. Yeah, I don't like them as people. Okay. We've established how that affects yeah. my opinion. Okay. Sure, yeah. Not hating them. Just not a fan. Um, well, let's see. Iron Man. I didn't. I guess I didn't realize Iron Man was a metal song. I mean, people really love Black Sabbath. Yeah. I don't like Black Sabbath, okay. but people do. Did you, don't you have a... No, I have a Black Sabbath song. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. We'll see. I'm excited. Okay, all this right. This could fall flat. I'll say this, the guys, this show might never make it to air. <laughs> all right, well, our first two picks are both from the same group, and I just put them together because, you know, since they're from the same group, we might as well just do them at the same time. Okay, well, you have to include the intro to mine. Okay, well, I will gladly do so. Because um, it's so epic. All right, well, I'll, I'll hit mine first. We talked a little bit about it last week, actually. Uh, this is Iron Maiden, and this is uh, Run to the Hills. So, is, does that song count? Yeah. Okay, great. Good deal. 
I've liked that song ever since I saw a cat singing it during uh, <laughs> during the credits of a VH1 show back in the day. And that is the most metal thing you will hear tonight on this podcast, everybody. <laughs> well played. That was so well played. Oh, my gosh. Isolate that. Oh, I love you so much right now. That was glorious. Um, that is the most metal thing you'll hear. Um, also by Iron Maiden, and I guess we'll talk about Maiden a little bit after we play this, uh, the aforementioned Number of the Beast. And I've got to play the intro. Have to. Oh, to you, oh, earth and sea, for the devil sends the beast with wrath, because he knows the time is short. Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human its number is 666. I left alone. My mind was blank. I needed time to think to get the memories from my mind. What did I see? What I saw that night was real and not just fantasy Just what I saw in my old dreams Were the reflections of my woman staring back at me Look, that's the music that my mama warned me about right there. You're dang right it is. <laughs> I mean, up they are... the irons, everyone. Up the irons. Mm, man. That is that is just devilish. Mm. So yummy. <laughs> Who was doing that voiceover at the beginning? For a minute, I thought it was Vincent Price, but then it wasn't. No, so they actually asked Vincent Price to read that. And he's like, I don't read the Bible. No, so he wanted a lot of money. Mm. And then, like, one or two years later, he did the voiceover for Thriller, which, fun fact, and then we'll get back to Maiden, um, he only, he got $20,000, I think, to do the voiceover for Thriller, but he was also given the option to have a credit on the album to get a portion of all the sales from the album, and mm. he chose the $20,000. Oh, wow. So that was a poor choice. That was a mistake on my part. It was. But I think it was just like a, a, a random dude that they got to read it. You, I don't think it was anyone specific. You know who the Iron Maiden. Wait, I can't do it, Vincent Price. I don't know why I'm trying. <laughs> the, the thriller. Anyhow, <laughs> darkness to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. So, yeah, so Number of the Beast. I mean, listen, for the good Christian boy that's sitting over here, 
Not a fan. No, don't like the lyrics at all. They were rocking out though. Oh, I love it. Well, it was like, and um, it was inspired by the the Omen. Mm-hmm. So, like, about like you know the this like young Antichrist character. <laughs> So, and like when they were recording it, like all this like poltergeist activity was apparently happening in the studio. Um, so like lights were flicking on and off. What? And yeah, like all this craziness. Um, so, you know, that only fuels like, you know, the rumors Mm-mm. and kids thinking that it's more amazing and parents thinking that it's more evil. And then you have like the cover of Number of the Beast, which is Eddie like holding right. the devil by puppet strings. Right. So, are you telling me there was poltergeist activity in the studio, or that's a legend? No, I I think that is a true fact. Wow. That's intense. Yeah. I, well, I don't want to ever have anything off of that album again, even Head to the Hills or Run to the Hills, because... But it's just so good. Now, I will say we have to give an honorable mention to Hollowed Be Thy Name because, like, a lot of people think that Hollowed Be Thy Name is, like, the greatest metal song ever done ever. Yeah. But, like, I could not let a list that I'm making go by without playing Number of the Beast. Right, because you, because you wanted to just shout at the devil. Yes. Yeah. And also, like, I love that song mm-hmm. so much play it every single Halloween. Oh, Obviously yeah. play it during the year too, but every single Halloween it is an essential thing. And the first time I ever saw My Chemical <laughs> Romance, that intro was what they came out on stage to and I was like, really? this band is amazing. They came out to the to the woe, to the woe Bible to intro. you, O Earth and Sea. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. And then like, I've I got was there to... with my dad and I was like, for the devil sends the beast with wrath. Like, yeah. <laughs> Look at you guys quoting what is kind of scripture. Um, <laughs> hold on a second. I want to, I've got to try something because you just brought it up Oh Lord! that you, uh, you play this at Halloween every year. And, um, there's another thing that you turned me on to around Halloween time. And, and I think we found it. I think we found the song that the old pumpkin headed dancing man doesn't won't fit lies lies i bet he won't fit i bet he won't fit all right so all right pumpkin you better not do it till like the intro and of course not no i I, yeah yeah here we go kb (laughs) guys get ready to hear steve cackle he's gonna cackle all right so um this is so metal all right i'm gonna get this to it's the 12 second mark where he starts actually dancing so i'm gonna pause it there whoa now i said pause it by the way, that's how much we did it, is I knew that it was right there as it goes to 12 seconds. <laughs> so let's bring this back up, the scary man. For the devil sends the beast with wrath mm. because he knows the I love that we're playing this twice. Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. Its number... I mean, I could make you all miserable and do like a whole theological discussion about... Oh, crap. Hold on. See? See? You were trying to talk smack. What happened? The number of the beast was like, no! Wait, what just happened now? Daggummit. I am... I am failing. (laughs) Alright, hold on. Alright, so we'll start this going. Alright, here we go. I left alone My mind was blank I needed time to think to get the memory 
did I He almost kicked right on the yeah. That was great. It did work for that little part. Oh, I should have made it go to the chorus. I don't think it could work through that chorus, though. I don't know. But anyhow. I think it could. Oh, that was glorious. Oh, my gosh. That was so good. Oh. If anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, just go- just YouTube Dancing Pumpkin Man. K- yeah, you can do the KXVO. I think that's what it is. Um, yep. And, uh, yeah. And uh, and you can put in any song you want to. Now you got to get past him doing his little hands up in the air and everything because he's doing the intro to Ghostbusters. But then if you'll just pause it around the twelve second mark, then start whatever song you want to, and start him. Oh, we've yet to find one. Still. Yep, he still. can dance to anything. Still. All right, here we go. We have to do this test with every song we play tonight. No, I can't. I. I, <laughs> I will because I don't cackle as much as you do. But it's just, it was so shocking when he started to, and then at one point when, when they like kind of really, he does his little hand thing that he does. <laughs> and I'm like, no way. It's too good. All right, here we go. Here comes the first criticism. All right. I'm bracing myself. Uh, it, prepare for impact. Hey, is the aforementioned ACDC metal? I mean, I think that, like, you know, I don't think it's wrong for you to put them on the list. Okay, great. Well, here's shoot. I think more hard rock, but, you know. <sighs> All right, You're well, fine! All right, well, here's Shoot the Thrill. I couldn't resist. I had to turn on the pumpkin man to that. And yeah, it totally worked. It, yeah, <laughs> totally worked. Oh, you know, he was on America's Got Talent. I'm seeing it on the sidebar. Yeah, I, I watched that. I'm like, I wonder what he does. And he's kind of the same thing, but it, it just doesn't have the same feel. No. Unfortunately, he's put on a few pounds. 
If I'm being honest, as a fat person. Well, it's a very unforgiving outfit as well. So, what's the difference between hard rock and metal? Uh, it's so hard because it's so, like, it's everyone's perception of right, it. Right, right. So, like, I don't know. Like, I consider, like, ACDC, I consider, like, a hard rock band. Mm-hmm. Like, I consider metal bands a little bit more... This is going to sound weird, but bear with me. Like, a little bit more in, like, in the classical world in terms of, like, their, like, super intricate guitar, bass, drums. Like, everything is, like, super intricate Mm -hmm. in metal. Okay. And a lot of times it's a lot faster, so a lot of people associate faster things with Mm -hmm. metal. Right. I'll give you the faster. Um, is, Is metal a little more demonic? Not always, right? Not always, mm-hmm. yeah. There's okay. like Christian metal bands. Well, sure there are, but I mean, come <laughs> on, how Christian are they really? I mean, the imagery is definitely always. I judge I mean, them. Come on, what's more rock and roll or metal than you know Eddie using the devil as a puppet? I mean, that's true. So if I had um, if I had played this instead, would this be more metal? Maybe because of the imagery. Yeah. Okay. It grooves too, doesn't it? I tell you what, it's the hardest thing in the world for a Christian preacher guy to say, I like Highway to Hell. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. Because you are on the Highway to Hell. No, I'm not. That's the point. (laughs) But when you listen to that song, you are. I feel like I feel dirty. I really do. I'm like, oh, I'm doing... Not rock out loud, you don't. Not dirty, but you know, like, I feel like, oh, I'm being rebellious. I'm thinner. Um... I mean, look, we just, <laughs> I've just always associated ACDC with metal, so, you know. You're just going to gloss over the fact that you made, like, the greatest Tommy Boy rap. <laughs> well, yeah, because, I mean, that's just a part of my life. I know, <laughs> but it's so good. Sinner. Sinner. Alfalfa, or is it Sinner. Um, <laughs> we have... We have run off the rails. We sh- I should have picked Crazy Train. Um, you no. could have. It was there for the taking. I know. Or I didn't pick it. I know. Um, we just keep going down this this tube here, and it's really. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I'm playing this next song because I have to, mm-hmm. not because I like it or okay. enjoy it. <laughs> well, just like if we're doing a metal podcast, guys. So you are know who this is. are you giving in to? perceived peer pressure um not perceived peer pressure just like like a lot of people think this is the greatest and the most metal song of all time and the most metal band of all time and they're not my personal taste but like i don't need a bunch of slayer fans mm -hmm. coming at me you know who i think the most metal band of all time is striper no who's that van fleet who's that band uncle bill told me about Who's that band? Oh, I don't even remember. I'll have to I'll have to go back and look on texture in this. Anyhow, this is Slayer.
All right, well, that was Slayer, Raining Blood. <laughs> That's that, it. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is not in my wheelhouse at all. Not in mine either. But guess what, guys? We played Slayer. That's right. We played Slayer for all of you. I don't have anything to say about that. Like, I just can't, I can't get down with that. I'm sorry. Can't get down with that sickness? Or did they don't do that song? Is that Slayer? No, okay. they don't. I was like, wait a minute. They don't get down with the sickness. Ooh, ah. Um, Ooh, that was good. Thank no, you. this is definitely the most popular Slayer song, I think. I mean, I can't name another Slayer song. I can also do the whole corn thing where they're like... Um, oh, that beatbox, yeah. like vomit yeah, sound? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, all you got to do is just kind of growl like an Ewok. <laughs> so, um, I'm right now, I pulled up a video of Slayer on Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm checking him out. This is from, well, this is the actually the Tonight Show feed, so they're apparently on back in July. Oh, there you go. Um, so this is pretty recent. I'm trying to get a look at them here, doing their thing. They look exactly like what you think they'd look like. Yeah, let me pull up a little volume here for us. Well, I got. Yeah, they look exactly what I think. The guy up front, their front man, looks like somebody's grandpa, though. <laughs> He's got a big old gray beard. If he'd whiten his hair up, he'd look like Santa Claus jamming out on the guitar. Mm. I don't know who Slayer's front man is. I'm sure that I'm losing all kinds of credit with everybody. But I don't know that I'm a metal guy. I just don't. I don't think. I don't know. I don't think you're a metal guy. Okay, that's fine. That's good. Um, Look at all the people we lost in the chat from playing Slayer. Well, of course. <laughs> I wish there was a way to tell them to come back. It gets better. Well, maybe. Um, I mean, we're not going to play Number of the Beast again, so no. maybe it doesn't. Well, let me ask you this. Where do you stand on, um, on White Zombie? Um, I mean, you can make a case for it, for sure. Okay. Are you gonna play Dragula? No. Oh. I'm I'm gonna play my 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 wrestling entrance music if I were a wrestler. <gasps> So I didn't know if that was metal enough or not, and I didn't know if we'd ever have a chance to put that back on 
in the show and so i said well i'll take this opportunity to take a risk and that white zombie is metal 100 percent acceptable now wait why is this your wrestling theme song talk to me about it also i'm aware that rob zombie is dragula and not white zombie but go ahead right um the uh because um i i just i always thought it was a ba song and i'm like if i were going to walk out to a wrestling ring and have theme music company i want it to be something that was ba that gets me pumped up and this does. Go. I'm more human than human. More human than human. Yeah. I also had a, have a song um, uh, whereby he sings with uh, Ozzy on it. And I oh, almost yeah? Include, yeah, I almost included that. But um, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. But I chose, I chose not to. Um, but, yeah, I, listen, the first time I heard this... It also, I guess if we did another high school, this could almost be one of those for me because this it takes me back to summer of 1995, uh, senior trip. I mean, it was, this was actually pretty a pretty big radio hit um, for them on even mainstream radio. And down in Panama City Beach at the old Redneck Riviera, they were dance mixing this bad boy, which wasn't the best in the world. I mean, because the whole, the song itself is just so aggressive and so like just pump, but it's got that electronical thing going too. That's kind of neat. And it was, it was something industrial vibe. Yeah. And at that point, you know, it was something that for me in 95 listening to it, I'm like, well, this is definitely a break away from all the other stuff. This is, this is different. You know, I, I, I guess maybe nine inch nails was doing something similar. Mm-hmm. You know, but Nine Inch Nails, nothing they did ever felt as driving and as big as that to me, as as more I human agree. than human. So that was my thing. That was that was my. I decided then and there. I'm like, if I were a wrestler, this would be my wrestling entrance music. You got to have goals, and that's a BA song. Yeah. Oh, I I approve. See, yes. I approve of the the selection for this podcast and also for your wrestling entrance. All right, all right. So so far, I'm doing all right then. You are. You're two for two. All right. Well, let's play Pantera. <laughs>
Somebody's about to get their teeth mashed in. Yeah, buddy. Busted down their throat. If you watch the music video, that's the entire kind of vibe. Yeah, someone's about to get a knuckle sandwich is what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this song just makes you want to, like, fight someone. Like, it makes you feel like total B.A., those crunchy guitars. Mm -hmm. It's just good. It's so good. Yeah. It's Pantera. We've already established my love for, uh, mm-hmm. for especially Dimebag Daryl and his guitar right, playing on this right, show. So right, well he is, he's one of the greats. Definitely has a signature sound. Mm-hmm. When I was kind of looking up stuff about Pantera today too, like I found something that I thought would interest you, Steve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because talking about wrestling entrances, um, so Rob Van Dam used this as his entrance music. Yes, that's right. Yep. And then apparently Edge used it like before he became Edge as like his like I guess like first wrestling persona. Yeah. But he he used it too. Yeah, and uh he would actually later end up using Alter Bridge. Oh, really? Mhm. There you go. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I did know this. In fact, a lot of people from the indies uh from like your independent wrestling and everything, Pantera is is definitely found amongst some of their entrance music they play because you know those little shows those little house shows that don't ever necessarily go anywhere but back in the day with ECW up in your neck of the woods mm-hmm. a lot of those guys use this kind of music so yeah Rob Van Dam did and in fact um there's a current wrestler on WWE Kevin Owens whose entrance music sounds kind of like that you can almost you almost sense that he told the the guy well let's do something that sounds like pantera <laughs> um i mean right now like this like the dan in it is right there at the beginning and everything the the same almost the same chords and all so yeah uh, look pantera is they definitely know how to do the 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 ba walk music so hell yeah yeah and it just it puts like if someone is walking up to you and they're playing like stuff that sounds like this like the intimidation factor is already there sure sure it is yes you know who also was intimidating back in the day to the little christian boys like me oh ozzy we talked about him a little bit last week oh so we both have an ozzy song no you have a black sabbath song uh no i have an ozzy and a black sabbath song oh Um, look at you double dipping but i've played this song before i just realized and so i don't know if i should do it again um Follow your heart. Okay. But I don't know if this counts as metal just because it's Ozzy. <laughs> but we'll see. This is uh this is shot in the dark. Does that count as metal? Um, this is definitely when Ozzy was in his like eighties glam MTV era. Yeah, yeah. So I mean it's it's still Ozzy. Okay, yes. I can't play that. Listen to how that started out. I can't say that's metal. I no feel sense, though. I feel bad about myself saying that's metal. <laughs> what am I thinking? Just play my Ozzy song. Well, I will. But you know what I will do though, real quick. I will. Um, I'll give us a taste of that track from him and and uh, and Rob Zombie because it's actually a little more metal sounding. <laughs> so here we go. Let's... Shot in the dark. One step away from away from you. This is called Ironhead. It's off the uh, the Scorpion King soundtrack of all things. Oh, 
I, mean, I feel like that's kind of a match made in heaven. Those two doing a doing a ditty together. There you go. I mean, Rob Zombie definitely sounded more invested than Ozzy did. Ozzy sounded oh, like sure. he was there for a paycheck. Well, this was this was Ozzy of you know the Osbournes days. That's right around that time. I mean, that's you know early two thousands. So Sharon, Sharon. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but here's one that's classic Ozzy. It's over the mountain. tell you the great thing about the pumpkin dancer <laughs> is just when you think the tempo is going to be off he switches his dance moves and he kicks it just the right time yes yes well here he punched it just the right time it was it was so fantastic i've used the word glorious too much it <laughs> no but for pumpkin head he's definitely oh, glorious. it owns me it is so good like this is kristen i can never ever in my life give you a gift as great as the one you gave me the night you were like, he dances to any song. <laughs> there I was. It's like one of the wonders of the world. <laughs> it really is. There I was, doing a big honking show. Late, old school, late night, big honking show. I guess a mid-school, late night, big honking show. And uh, there was Kristen from Jersey in the chat, just cheering me on for all my song picks. And then, check this out. Okay, that's funny he dances to every song and sure enough that night he did and he still does it's amazing he's the best even over the mountain bozzy this is classic ozzy right here classic ozzy this is from the second solo record it's randy rhodes it's classic randy rhodes randy rhodes who was very much into classical music and like classically trained on the guitar mm -hmm. so like very well, intricate oh well, and this love, is I love Randy's playing. And this is Ozzy with, you know, the album cover is all the. It's like he's in some gothic castle, and there's satanic imagery all around. Again, this is the stuff that I was warned about as a child. Yep. So this is why the PMRC existed, mm -hmm. like all those things. I mean, this is Ozzy because who bit the a children. Yeah, who bit a head off a chicken, all that stuff. A bat. A bat, a chicken. Alice Listen. Cooper ripped apart. Well, no, Alice Cooper threw a chicken out into the crowd and had the crowd rip it up. Oh, salmonella. Yeah, ew, right? That's yeah, gross. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. I Ugh. mean, Ozzy peed on the Alamo. <laughs> he was banned from San Antonio for like a decade. Yeah, well, that's not right. You don't go pee on the Alamo. Well, you know him. Yeah. He was He was not in his right state of mind. Ever. Not an excuse, but he was definitely not sure. in his right state of mind. Sure. Um, well, we got some Black Sabbath to end the show, I believe, both of us, don't we? No, you've got, I've got Sabbath and you've got Priest. 
Hell yeah! Judas Priest. So, um, this is Black Sabbath. Uh, this is, uh, well... Evil minds that plot destruction Sorcerer of death's construction In the fields of bodies burning As the war machine keeps turning Death and hatred to mankind Wash my hands. Oh, larger. So, I mean, Black Sabbath, they're metal, right? Yeah. A lot of people say the forefathers. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad. Or oh, great. So I didn't screw Great. up. So I didn't screw up too bad on this episode. No, Steve. Fantastic. Like, okay, if I could, I want to reach through the computer and give you a nice little pat on the back. Oh, great. Well, I, tell you, I accept that. I accept said pat. Um, I got. I went with this one instead of like Iron Man because. Thank I'm, God. I'm I'm over Iron Man. Um, the song, not the character. And and this, even though this is almost like a peacenik song, it's just. The way that it's sung about all the stuff, you know, bodies burning and brainwashed minds and Judgment Day coming and people like pawns. Satan and, laughing spreads his wings. Right. Oh, Lord, yeah. I mean, it's, but it's, it's an anti-war song. And, um, <laughs> I mean, it really is. Think about it. And, but you still feel so evil. Like, it's like, and I just, I dig the feel of this. I dig the classic rock metal style of this. I just, everything. Uh, it's a. The vocals are solid. It's just a, it's one of those songs that you just want to jam. And it, when it finally does, you're like, finally, okay, good deal. Doesn't get more classic than that, Mm-mm. right? I don't know, does it? I mean, I think it does. All right. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I didn't want to, I never know. I never know what your take's going to be. And so I didn't want to say yes or no to that. I, I was scared. <laughs> I was so scared. Don't be scared. I can't hit you. <laughs> But if I could. But if I could, I would I would hit you a lot on the shoulder and just be like, oh my God, Steven, mm. no. Mm. Well, we end it with uh, 
with a Christian pick, and and this is because I knew that Christian would have a good one to end us on, and it's Judas Priest. Another one. Listen, every single one of these artists understand that I was warned against because they have all sold their souls to the devil. <laughs> and, oh, I have a fun story to tell you about Judas Priest when we listen to this. All right, here we go. I got to tell you something right out of the gate. The best pumpkin man dance of the night on this one. I am not kidding. I kid you not. And I actually, he, I'd paused him and he'd started kind of in a random spot when he's doing his little hand thing. And it was perfect. Everything was perfect from that point on. I hated to see it end. Um, oh, it never has to, thanks to YouTube. So that's Free Will Burning by Judas Priest. Now, I got to tell you something. Mm-hmm. Uh Man, I wish I could pull up a clip of him because I, I I want you to hear him. And I don't want to make fun of the guy because I don't think that he was... This is not someone who was trying to get rich off of preaching or anything. He, he legitimately believed what he was preaching and he legitimately wanted to help people not hurt themselves by falling in with the devil. So I want, I want you to understand that, that I'm not wanting to make fun of this guy. But this guy went around preaching. I've talked about him before and... and um, he uh, he was doing the whole this is what's wrong with rock music thing, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and he had a story about Judas Priest, about a Judas Priest concert. Okay. He said that some woman had come up to him in a meeting he was at, in other words, a, a church service where he was speaking. And um, she told him that he had been that she had been in at a Judas Priest concert with her daughter, son, something. I don't know. I can't remember the, the particulars. But anyhow, the, the person then pro- proceeds to tell him that they felt this evil come over them and did not know what it was. And they turned around and looked. And there was someone who was... Uh, standing there in a in a robe with the hood on, you know, old classic druid Satanist robe, uh, praying over to Satan, praying over Judas Priest. Like, mm-hmm. just praying, with, praying, you know, just kind of doing a satanic ritual on their behalf, apparently. And, and the woman got up and left, of course. Now, look, I don't think that he was lying about that story. I don't think that he was lying that he was told that story. Let me say that way. But again, just like that Rex Carroll legend I told a couple of weeks ago when we were doing Guitarist, the guy from White Cross, the Christian band, that someone said Eddie Van Halen just jumped up on the stage and 
offered him $100,000 right then and there to drop what he was doing and come play with Van Halen. What's a, what is a good Christian mother letting, you know, taking their child to a Judas Priest concert for? Well, I guess if she could take it, if she's there, she could do something about it, maybe. I guess she did because they got out of there. So, so listen. I'd be like, you ain't taking me nowhere. I'll meet you in the car. Well, and even the name Judas Priest is, you know, you're talking about Judas who betrayed Jesus. Um, you're talking about, uh, you know, the priest of said person. So, yeah, it's, you know, that is, that's metal. That's the devil right there. For whatever reason, like this song, like this, honestly, this song and then Number of the Beast are the two songs that like really come to mind when someone says like metal to mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Like, I love this song. And like, no one, I mean, Bill likes Judas Priest, mm -hmm. but like, there's no one that is really like, oh my God, Judas Priest. But like, there's like one point in the song where he just starts singing the lyrics like rapid fire. And mm -hmm. then he just goes into that Rob Halford scream for like, free, and I'm like, this is amazing. This is amazing. And I love it. And this is classic. Now I've scrolled through the comments on the YouTube page, which I was playing this from. And they say, here's Rob's rap debut. That's it. Obviously, the person doesn't understand that that's not rapping. That's singing like a metal god. <laughs> the metal god rob halford that's right gee whiz so yeah that's uh listen you know he can gosh that guy could well mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um so sure this is also oh my gosh i can't i can't believe i forgot about this i did find the guy's sermon here oh with all of his visual aids i forgot all about dio being devil spelled upside down like if oh, you turn D, Jesus. if you turn the D O upside down, it spells devil. Forgot all about and the, that. And, and the devil horns because you have three fingers down. It's the mocking of the Trinity. Yeah. Well, no, that just, all that good stuff. Now, what I was always told was that that's like the sign of the devil because of the horns up and and the goat being the sign of the devil and all this stuff. And people so. interpret things however they want. <laughs> oh sure, sure. I think it just was something that morphed. I love you morphed into devil horns, but anyhow. <laughs> you know um so yeah so anyhow but they, yeah this guy went around doing that back in the 80s and um it was uh it was crazy now here's the thing here's what's funny you know my there's a lot of times where my christian faith runs smack dab into some of this stuff we play and and i have to be i have to be careful not to make fun of some of this older stuff that i grew up with and all because i like i say i do believe the guy was sincere and genuine but um but man that song rocks so <laughs> it does it does but, i don't think you ever come across as like making fun of even when you told like that story about him i think you were talking about maybe prince um maybe i don't know you definitely mentioned that like mm -hmm. this guy before i don't think you ever come across as making fun of or doing something to get laughs right ever. right i'm just i'm I, it's more about my experience with a lot of this music because my experience with a lot of this music came later in life because of 
what we were warned against and kept from Mm -hmm. earlier in life. And I don't think that my parents were bad for keeping me from it or anything, but I do think that because of that, I I have a different perspective on some of my fandom of some of this music and that sort of thing. And, um, but, and so, because I know there are going to be a lot of people, not a lot, but I, I would imagine there's some people who would, you know, turn some of this stuff against me at some point and be like, I can't believe you were letting them play that kind of music. Oh you know? my gosh. And, uh, well, and that's what I think works so well with our show too, is that a, the age difference between you and I, and B, like how completely different we were brought up in terms yeah. of music. Yeah. Like it's crazy how mm-hmm. it works. It does. It works. Well, I, I, I did go back through our text before we finish up and I did find out the name of the band that, um, that your uncle Bill wanted me to check out, that being Grim Reaper. That he was so sure. He's like, oh, Steve has definitely listened to this. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, pretty sure he never no, has. No, no, I haven't. I haven't. And so I did. I forget what I was doing that night. I was piddling around, and you had texted me, and um, and you were hanging out with Bill and Angie. Uh, Angie, who is the spirit animal of the show. Yes, she and, is. Um, and so you... <laughs> You told me that he said I should check those, check them out or whatever. So I did, and um, and I YouTubed them. And you and Chris said I thought they sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like three drinks in at that point. Right. And so I asked. My first question was, "Are these guys foreign? They feel Swedish." But no, they're from Los Angeles, according to Bill. And uh, then he said, "No, they're England." And I said. And this is what I said. I mean, I guess they're okay. <laughs> I said they look a little too chunky to be taken seriously because I'm watching an old video from the 80s with them, and they did. They felt like a parody band more than an actual metal band. Bill said back then they were known as the band with the fat singer. And you said, just be like me and say they suck. <laughs> no politeness needed. And so when I said they look a little too chunky to be taken seriously, I get the Steve. I could just hear you saying it, by the way. <laughs> And then you're like, that's awful. And I'm like, well, they aren't pretty. And you said, not everyone can be Bon Jovi. And so I said, take, I said, take other bands of the same ilk. Either they were ugly enough to fit the bill or pretty enough to be wanted by everyone. These guys just look. And um, so we, we moved on, and I got intrigued. And I said, well, apparently they're still around, or at least they were last summer. And that's when you tell me, and this is where I don't know how far into this discussion we need to go. <laughs> we can go in. <laughs> but the lead singer lost his leg and hobbles around on stage. And so I was really impressed because the video I was watching from 2016, I said, this guy doesn't look like he has the old peg leg. He is fatter, though. To which you say, look for a 2017 video, which I did. And I, and this is, oh, he has a cane. Oh man, not even a cool cane, like something you'd get at the old person medical supply store. And his belly is hanging out from underneath his shirt. I can't stop watching. To which then Kristen tells me I'm being so mean right now. (laughs) I'm sure it makes me a terrible person, but I can't stop laughing at him hobbling around with a nursing home cane like somebody's grandpa and singing about rocking people to hell. That his, made me cackle. His pants are also falling down a bit, but his voice is held up. <laughs> and I said, please thank Bill for this. 
and I kept waiting. He was wearing sweatpants shorts now. So he's he's rocking. He's talking about "Rock You to Hell." That's the name of the song, and he's wearing sweatpants shorts. And um, and to which I told Kristen, Rick Allen didn't just give up on a look. Mm. He lost a limb, but this guy just seems like he's giving. And he does the way he walks around looks like somebody's grandpa. He's humped over, just right, and it's a metal peg. Like it's like at least paint some flames on that bad boy. But, you know, kudos to him for still getting out there and doing it, man. And he's got... Yeah, the, like, that's amazing. He's got the Britney Spears headset mic, and he's doing his thing. I was going to say the Rick Savage headset mic, oh, but, you sorry. know, potato, potato. Yeah, well, I feel like it's a little more insulting if I say it's the Britney Spears headset mic. <laughs> so, hey, I, I, come to find out, Grim Reaper listens. Hey, guys, we love you, and we're just really excited to see you still rocking. <clears throat> Apparently, he did, like, his fans got together, like, on a GoFundMe and pulled it together for him. So, that's good. Yeah, that's what Bill said. They yeah. got, I think they got him the leg. Yeah, they did. I think. Yeah. So. Well, listen, metal fans are the best fans. Pendulette says that pop singers, when they get awards, they get up and they think they're producers. Mm-hmm. R&B singers and rappers thank God. Metal singers think they're fans. It's so, true. Yeah, yeah. Look at Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden is one of the biggest rock slash metal bands in the entire world. They never get airplay. They never get shown on TV. They literally sell out stadiums. They sell out fields. Like that's how many people come to see Iron Maiden, and it's all because of how dedicated mm-hmm. their fan base is. I still say that Steve has to watch the Flight Six 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 documentary, and anyone that hasn't watched it, if you like documentaries and music documentaries, it is so good. Is this because, an Iron? Is this an Iron Maiden documentary? Yeah. So it's Iron Maiden like flying around to all these different places that people don't really go to because the lead singer is a pilot and flies their seven forty seven. Oh, wow. And it's called Flight 666. Like, that's the call numbers for it. And Eddie's painted on the side and all that. Um, And, like, there are are these, like, shots in the the documentary of, like, these grown men crying. Like, there's a guy, he's holding on to a drumstick that he caught from Nico McBrain, and he's literally sobbing that he caught that guitar, that he got that drumstick. There's a, there's a, um, I guess he's a priest, that he's like my religion is Iron Maiden, and he has like a he has a place that he like brings fellow Iron Maiden fans together, and they discuss the lyrics and they they sing the songs and all this. Like it's very it is a thing. Yeah. Well, it's not on Netflix right now. I mean, you can get the DVD if I had that, but I don't. I wonder if it's on the YouTube's. But there's a lot of good. They have several good um, music documentaries on netflix they do and they, they always pop up because that's like all i watch for mm-hmm. the most part on netflix yeah so okay so i just sent you the the thing yeah. but i do i do want to send you um the crying drumstick man the old full movie huh well i will watch uh-huh. it as per your as per your uh your request well uh, look, we want to thank everyone who's joined us live at Mixer.com slash Goaliverse. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Don't forget, uh, in October, we're starting up our Stranger Things watch-through together on Geek Out Loud. And uh, we will uh, kick that off or end it. I can't remember which I decided with the Stranger Things Expedition podcast. But to go along with all of that, 
at geekoutonline.com. Starting uh, next week, you'll be seeing some blog posts that have pictures of myself, Steve Bennett, Shaz Bazaar, doing our thing as we uh, as we walked as we went to different filming locations uh, for Stranger Things. As for this show, which is the show you're listening to, Rock Out Loud, if you want to get in touch with us, we invite you to do so. We're at Rock Out Loud Pod. Uh, on Twitter, where uh, you can find us on Facebook, you can jump in onto the whole Guardians of the Goldiverse group over on Facebook by going to geekoutonline.com slash group. You can email us at rockoutloudpod at gmail.com. That's rockoutloudpod at gmail.com. For those of you who feel like you need to be baptized after listening to this particular episode, uh, you can get in touch with me at Steve Glosson on Twitter for any Christian counseling you feel like you need. If you just want to rock hard and continue to throw up your devil horns and rebel against all that is good and holy, uh, Kristen is at Xboxing the Stars on the Twitter. So there's that. Um, regardless, we hope you've had fun because that's what we're doing this for, just for a good time. And in the words of Poison, we don't want nothing but a good time. But if you want to support the shows by buying some of these songs, I tell you, I use Amazon Music. I've gotten to where I use Amazon Music for just about everything. Um, and uh, you can get to Amazon by going to geekoutonline.com and using the Amazon links there. Any other of your Amazon purchase you want to make are there. We also have Entertainment Earth links and Think Geek links. Uh, the Entertainment Earth links are going to be pretty important as uh, we're headed into new Star Wars merch for everyone who's collecting Star Wars merchandise. It's a great place to get minty, fresh Star Wars collectibles is Entertainment Earth. Um, if you want to support the shows directly, you can do so at patreon.com slash geekoutloud. We appreciate your support of the Goloverse. We record live at mixer.com slash Goloverse, and we appreciate everyone joining in at our live recording. So, until next time, when we may or may not do Van Halen Part 2, who knows? We may never come back to Van Halen because we're just that metal. That's how we roll. <laughs> But we'll always carry with us. Wherever we go, we're going to carry the Dancing Pumpkin Man. And I hope you will, too. Until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Kristen. We'll see you on the next Rock Out Loud. Bye, guys. Rock on, guys. Bye. Oh, yeah. So I say rock on, Donna. Rock on. You know, if I was a better host, I'd actually end the I'd actually end the show and pull the music up as it's going into the chorus. But oh well. <laughs>